Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hello and welcome back to the Otakuology Podcast. I am your host, Otaku Mike. With me, as always, is Jen Graves. And today yep. we have a very, very special guest for you. We have one half of a little bit weebish podcast. We have Megan Hi. on the podcast with us. How's yeah. it going? Oh, man, it's going great. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you so much for, you know, asking me to join. I'm I'm super pumped. This is actually the first podcast where I am the guest. So this is exciting oh. for me. Thank you for right. having me on. Really? So this is your first podcast as a podcast guest? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, My role wow. has been switched and I'm pumped. Oh, that's 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 awesome. Ooh, yeah. We we love those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so I guess let's get started. Uh tell us a little bit about your podcast. Oh, totally. So the little bit we wish podcast, it actually came from kind of an idea where as a newer anime watcher i outed myself <laughs> um, yeah. on social media um when my husband actually got me this really awesome attack on titan jacket uh for my birthday and so i posted on social media and my friend sam of over 15 years now uh -huh. um messaged me and was like oh my gosh is this attack on titan you watch anime and i was like yeah like <laughs> you know thinking like I've got a couple under my belt now. I have like five, okay? Yeah, yeah. And oh my I was I was like, so how many have you watched? Are you in the anime? And she's like, oh yeah, I've been watching anime, you know, off and on. Here's what I've seen. And it's like a list of like 20 to 30 anime. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. whoa. I had no idea that Sam even watched anime. <laughs> um and I realized, I ended up asking her about it, like, I had no idea that you watched anime, and yet we've been friends for over 15 years, you know? Like, what's yeah. the deal with that? And she just yeah. was like, I didn't really have anyone to talk with about it. You know, I didn't want to feel weird or, you know, be seen differently. So I kept it under wraps. Like, I didn't tell anyone. Uh -huh. And I thought, oh, my gosh. That's crazy. And it just kind of kept mulling in my brain, you know, how there are some people out there who are just a little bit weebish. They want uh -huh. to talk about their favorite anime with someone, but they might not have a big friend group or they might not be, you know, out and crazy about it. Um, and so that's kind of how it started, just, you know, with two friends talking about our favorite anime and letting people, you know, join us and talk about anime too. So mm -hmm. that's where that kind of came from. Yeah, that once I heard that story, I was like, oh, I know how you feel like totally uh, <laughs> for, right. for that because I feel like that is very similar to a lot of a lot of other people's stories. Yes. Uh, was the fact is like, you know, especially depending on when you watched anime uh you know if it was back in the 90s 80s whatever you know uh it was it was oh, very yeah. uh, you can cut the fat off of that one though and be like hey yeah. what was your first anime <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I mean, for real though. And you know, Sam, she, I mean, she got into this before social media, before mm-hmm. you could really find anyone. Oh yes. Um, at all. It's so different now. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, <laughs> I, I put off watching anime for the mm-hmm. longest time. And who knows, maybe I made a comment that made Sam go, Oh my gosh, I'm never talking to her about this. <laughs> because I am a quarter Japanese. And uh-huh. so again, before social media, it was like as soon as someone either saw my dad, who's clearly a Japanese man, or <laughs> um, you know, a school history project where it's like, here's my Japanese side. Um, it was like it sent off an alarm to all okay. the undercover weaves out there. <laughs> like, I need to talk to her to see if she watches this. And looking back, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I have so much sympathy for those people. But because it happens so often, ironically, just in different scenarios, I just thought, man, people who watch anime are weird. I am not going to watch this at all. Because I learned about Japanese culture through my grandma and, you know, Mm. it came through food. It came through sumo wrestling. Manga and anime was not part of that sharing of heritage. Mm. So I put it off for the longest time. Mm. Um, But yeah, I have so much sympathy for people who've been at this for so long because... I mean, you are very much alone in the dark in this. And now with yeah. social media, it's definitely changing. That is definitely true. I remember those dark right. days of getting VHS tapes. And, oh, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I spent $40 on this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That's the good stuff. Awesome. Uh, that is or great. <laughs> I remember I used to go to this store and they would sell uh, fan subs on VHS tapes. And that's how I got my anime. <laughs> oh, man. That yeah. is incredible. <laughs> yeah. It was hard to find anime back then. Uh, so true. But so true. I, I'm just, I wanted to lead off with this, but I, I you know, I need to know what okay. happened in Denmark. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay, I want—I don't even remember when I referenced this on my own podcast. Do you know the episode that I... I, I don't remember what the episode was. I think it might have been maybe like y'all's other hobbies or maybe like it was like a get to know you, like mini podcast oh. type of thing. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really oh want to know this well, question too. So, And this uh, stuck out to me and I was like, I need to know what happens. You're teasing me with this. It's probably the most basic thing, but um, no, on my first and only international trip, I went with a former roommate and we went to um, England, London, and Cornwall specifically. If anyone's ever watched Poldark, it's not an anime, but that inspired us to go there. Then we went to Sweden and then we ended our trip in Denmark which I love Denmark, but I can never go back, you know, without being super nervous because anxiety, because um, when we were going to go to the airport, um, you know, the announcements are going in the native language and then eventually they come on in English. 
and we bought a ticket to go straight to the airport. Well, turns out after waiting like 30 to 40 minutes, the English announcement goes on that there's um, a delay and that the train that's supposed to take us directly to the airport's been canceled. So we quickly look up an alternative route and it happens to be uh, the one that's right in front of us. So without even thinking and buying a new ticket, we hop right on because we're like, this is an emergency. This is like the first flight to get to all our other flights Uh back home, you know? Uh And so anyway, we finally get there. But just as we were going to get off on the airport exit, um, a police officer or ticket inspector sees us, obviously American, obviously a little frazzled. So we were easy to spot Mm -hmm. and, you know, asks us to show our tickets. And sure enough, we gave them, but they were not the right ones because we just Mm -hmm. hopped on this uh, train. And so (laughs) I have to give him my information, all my contact info who I am, birth date, social, whatever, to get Mm -hmm. this ticket. And he hands it to me and he goes to my roommate. And I'm just like, when you go international, you have to get to the airport by at least three hours ahead of time. Yeah, as opposed to domestic, which is two. Uh And we were already like really under the wire because of this huge delay of the train. So I take my carry on and my backpack and I just run, run through the airport. I get to the check-in desk. There's no one there. And then I go to the kiosk. Cause I'm like, well, at least this will go. It does not go. It will not oh. check us into our flight because we are so delayed that it's just not accepting us. So I'm panicking. I'm freaking out. And then this one um, airport employee is just like, hello, ma'am, can I help you with anything? And I was like, I cannot get on this plane, but I have to get on this plane. My roommate and I, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm like a ball of anxiety just spewing everywhere. (laughs) And he just goes, well, let me help you. And he does the VIP, like, I must have had the treatment of like a Kardashian or something where I literally had the VIP treatment of him taking our bags, putting them on a cart and driving up to security, cutting the line in security, him saying, oh yeah, these people, blah, 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 saying stuff that gets us to the line, gets us checked, then goes to the next section where we go back on the, on the little golf cart and we just keep going and breezing through every step. And we make it to our plane with 30 minutes to spare. And I was like, This man is amazing. Thank you. Anyway, the series of unfortunate events happened the rest of the trip, but specifically with Denmark, I was so grateful that I got home that I didn't even look at the stuff. Well, then I look at my ticket and the window had passed for me to pay it. And so now I am terrified because I'm like, if I go to Denmark, are they going to put me in jail? (laughs) Or, or if I go back to Denmark, will the interest have it accrued so high that like it will bankrupt me as soon as I step foot in Denmark? I don't know how any of this works. So yeah, just to put my mind at ease, I'm not stepping foot in Denmark ever again. <laughs> and there you have it. You're, that's that's never, what happened in Denmark. 
you're never gonna have to step into Denmark again as Megan. You gotta get an alien. I, uh, oh my gosh! I mean, they have my date of birth and my social, so I'm like, okay. Um, if I was a better liar, I probably should have lied. But at the time, I just am like, honest Abe, you know, can't do it. But now, in hindsight, I'm like, man, what is happening on their side of? You know, am I going to pay millions of dollars in Denmark money? I don't know. So I'm not going to go there to find out. <laughs> hmm. I would have oh never gosh. expected that as a story. Oh, <laughs> feel free to delete it if it's too oh, long. No, to stick. No. But yeah, that's the real truth. And now you guys know it. <laughs> no, it is staying on. Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. So if, if I ever go to Denmark. I'm gonna have to go to a police stand. Hey, hey, do you have Megan on your? On your do not. List? Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, top ten in Denmark, most wanted. Oh, I I'm sure. Her. Me and my roommate are definitely two of the top ten people, the criminals of Denmark. Oh my gosh! If, mm-hmm. if any of your followers or listeners are from Denmark, I grossly apologize for my error, but also please email in to tell me if I'm okay or not. Like uh, I need to know. Right? Let me <laughs> know if right. I'm on a list anywhere that you guys know about. As of right now, I don't think we have any in Denmark, but we are really big in Germany for some reason. You know what? Wishful thinking. I'm putting it out in the universe that this will happen. It will get to the right people who will know the answer. Right. We'll have somebody be like, I'm from Denmark. I've listened forever. Oh, that would be incredible. But yeah, we'll that's, like, that's what happened in Denmark. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I and, well, and I think you know, just from watching movies and different things like that, I really think a lot of other countries are like, oh, Americans, they're either not going to pay something or whatever. It's fine. Just act like they're they're from there, do everything else, and then just, just throw it away, you know, because obviously they're not going to know. I mean, who knows? I have no clue how it works. And again, like, the I passed the window of time to pay it. And so I was like, I don't know what the repercussions are. And I am so terrified that I'm just not going to do anything about it. <laughs> and this was years ago. So who knows? Who knows what's happening now? Yeah, totally. Right. Uh, okay, Jane, what's, what's your question? I'm still stuck on the Denmark things. So. Okay. <laughs> you can go number two. <laughs> Fine. So correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all are, y'all, you and your co-host are very big, like book readers, like novels. Totally. Correct. Yes. Have, have y'all checked out the manga adaptations of like the classics, like uh, Anna Green Gables, Dracula, you know, stuff like that. I literally have the Anna of Green Gables right here on my desk um um, i have not read it though but i'm Uh, very tempted to get like the pride and prejudice volume that happens to be uh at my barnes and noble um because i i just love different retellings of classics um especially Uh with anna green gables because Uh that was one of I mean, I guess tons of kids are watching all kinds of stuff on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or or watching anime. I was watching Anna Green Gables with Megan Fellows. Um, 
And I have the classic version and now I have the manga version. And so yeah. I just, I think it's so fun and I want to yeah. collect um, more of them. I think it's super cool. Yeah. I, I remember seeing those at the bookstore and I was like, huh, I would never thought that would get a, those would get manga adaptations. Right. I feel like it's a very niche interest within a very niche interest. And yes. I, you know, I'm like, maybe I'm the only person who's picked this up, but yeah. um, occasionally my Barnes and Noble will surprise me. So yeah, I've cool. seen like, I've seen like the Scarlet Letter was one of them. Uh, I think like the Count of Monte Cristo was one of them before. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were so many. And I just, I just wanted to ask if you've read them or not, you know? Oh yeah. I, I plan on getting more of them. And Anne of Green Gables was my first. So. Cause, Cause you're fairly new to, to manga, correct? Correct. I've gotten a little bit further into it though. Um, uh -huh. compared to Sam, um, uh -huh. Sam loves all kinds of books to the point where, you know, she's got a lot going on in many directions, but for mm -hmm. me, manga got me out of my reading slump i was the kid who got grounded from reading like that's how much i read but college <laughs> oh, ruined no. reading for me um so i got in this massive slump until i decided to read manga and now this is like almost the only thing i read now it's so great so i've got a couple under my belt <laughs> maybe not as much as some that's actually definitely like my story because college ruined it for me too. I was like, you know, I, I'd pick up a novel trying to read that and I'd be like, I feel like I'm reading my textbook. I, I can't read yes. this. So I ended up getting out of that and going hardcore into manga. So everybody's like, oh, what a nerd. <laughs> I know, but it's so great, especially when you are a visual person as well i'm far more of a visual person than i realized because i you know words that would describe a scene you know in traditional book form you know in america it's now replaced with a scene and i just love that because mm -hmm. it's it's so much more digestible it's quick and you really get to the important stuff which you'd think that that would be the opposite, that there are fewer words. But really, um, I think that manga is awesome for people who don't care about reading or would like to read more, but just can't focus too heavily on a book book, you know? Right. Yeah, I well, I have a coworker that thinks that anime is kind of the end all be all. He's like, ah, if there's a manga for it, why would I do that? If there's an anime, you know, I can I can watch that. I'm like, oh, but you no. don't understand when you read it, you could have like a really big like scene where you have two characters talking to each other, and uh, you know, it could seem like that uh, that conversation takes like an hour. You know, like they're having this really heartfelt conversation. I said, and then you watch an anime and it takes like five seconds and you're like, come on. Like, that's not how it played out in my head. Okay. Totally. Totally. Well, and also there are some scenes in manga that get completely cut out in the anime. Like there, we talk a lot about our love for Noragami. 
um, which hopefully mm -hmm. one day we will cover on our podcast. But there are specific scenes that are not touched at all in the anime. And mm -hmm. we think the anime is top tier. So mm -hmm. when I started reading the manga, I was like, holy crap, Sam. Like, you need to read this because there are certain things that totally change change the situation or add more meaning to xyz character like you get so much more from the manga than the anime that really more. i think both just both together make it better you know hmm. sorry i was texting so somebody. I got You're distracted. Texting somebody? How could you? I'm trying, <laughs> Mister. I'm trying to buy um, a piano for my daughter. Okay. Oh, that's precious. You know yeah. what? That's okay. Approved. <laughs> you get the pass this time. People won't hear this show for a little while, but when this comes out, let's let's know if she's got the piano. I'm trying to make arrangements to pick it up. How oh, funny man. would it be for you to have the piano and post it like a picture to Instagram or something? Oh, and then listen to it on the show and be like, that already happened. <laughs> Mike always likes to get on to me for breaking the illusionary wall. Like we recorded this the day before we put it out. And I'm like, but I can't do that. Like if I something cool happened to me last night, I can't like skip over and not say like it happened last night you know xyz oh man i feel you there we we have to batch work you know because real life you know yeah. and mm -hmm. podcasting with batch working makes it so much easier and so yeah i feel you there as well there yeah. it's like you almost have to have a calendar to like know right. when you talked about things and when you need to like talk about it in person i feel you I don't know, most definitely, especially with our recording. We have to record, we record like four episodes in a day. So wow. and sometimes we lose track <laughs> about what we, uh, what we, we talk, because we have such little time to record because we both have families uh, and kids. Right. Uh, and so we're like, okay, we, we have a kid free weekend. Let's podcast right now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So, well, on that note, going into segueing, um and you being of asian descent do you actually have anything with like more known characters that are in japan like doraemon or uh kitaro stuff like that um i wish but no um i don't and uh, gosh like again i this this for me, I'm learning more about anime and manga through being part of the community. Mm. Um, and it makes me want to, I'm actually going to see my parents later on next month. And I'm going to ask my dad, like, hey, dad, why didn't we ever talk about this? You know, why was this <laughs> not something that was a part of our life? Because actually, I had interviewed someone who was also quarter Japanese um but her mom heavily influenced like everything that she watched everything that she loved you know and stuff from Japan that was not my scenario and um yeah so I wish that I had that influence but no I don't maybe one day I'll get to change that <laughs> right 
Well, I know there's a Kitaro manga out that you could check out. Um, that's pretty good, but um, I don't think they've actually had anything really Doraemon come out except for like a few movies. At least over. No, you can, there's a game you can buy. There's a Doraemon, there's a Doraemon game. game. Yeah, it's like a farming I can, game. I can play that. Doraemon annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> okay, let's go. My daughter, my daughter plays that. Oh my god! She's like, look at my horse. How do I make love to my horse? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Make love to your horse? She's like, yeah, I got to get the the happiness level. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't know how. how to do I this. don't know about this anymore. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the horse was sad apparently. Um, but to getting onto your love, I guess, is it a love or an obsession about Attack on Titan? Oh man, it's, it is a love hate right now because of the emotional (laughs) trauma that has come. Um, it, it's definitely a love. And honestly, I think that with the trajectory that's happening, I feel like Attack on Titan is going to be one of the greats. Like, it's going to go down really? as one of the greats. Oh, because it has it has exploded, not just in the anime world, but also in the normie world, you know? <laughs> um, where people who are like, I do not care about anime. But they will uh-huh. watch that and they'll be like, this is incredible. Yeah. And... So I think it's going to go down as one of the greats just right now. I love it, but I also cry every single episode. <laughs> and I I even cry on my podcast. Um, recently, Sam also cried. So, like, it's this whole thing. But I love it. I will say the <laughs> fandom scares me. I They're very intense. Right. And I, you know, so there are certain fandoms where I'm like, y'all are scaring me. The Attack on Titans definitely one of them. Um, they get very uh, heated over the funniest thing. Well, not funny, but the most interesting things. But that aside, I uh-huh. do love Attack on Titan, and I think it's great. Just you, I actually have I own season one of Attack on Titan, and I've never sat down to watch it wait what i have never watched (laughs) attack on titan (laughs) no yes oh oh my gosh no (laughs) okay well megan's gonna be like we have to stop the podcast now but i have a question about attack on titan okay (laughs) what is a potato girl Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we're going to go a little bit rambly here because Potato Girl is referenced to one of my favorite characters, Sasha Bross. Um, they go into training, cadet camp, and while their sergeant is screaming at them, he spots Sasha eating a potato. And he's just like, what are you doing? What is that? And she's like, it's a potato, sir. Uh, do you want some? And like breaks off a piece and hands it to him. And it's not even like half. It's a little bit less than half. And she hands it to him. And because of that, he punishes her to make an example of her for disobedience, all that stuff. But it's taken the world by storm to make it 
you know, Sasha Brosby potato girl. And it's kind of funny because she is obsessed with food. But if you listen to our podcast, you'll know that that summation of Sasha drives me nuts. Um, I have heard. I have heard that. Yes. Yes. uh, Because for me, and I like to say that if people want like an anime recap mixed with book club where we go a little deeper into parts, Mm -hmm. um, they'll totally like our podcast um and we kind of want to make it like a dissertation level of (laughs) attack on titan (laughs) but um but if you listen you'll know that that drives me crazy because you know food scarcity when it was introduced to sasha it was at a very young age where that would make it more reasonable for sasha to have such extreme reactions to food and her love of food Um, also I think that potato girl just boiling her down to that really dismisses all the badassery. Can I say that? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, The badassery involved in her character, like Mikasa has a special power and I'm not going to go into that. Um, a lot of the other girls have a special thing about them, but Sasha's told as potato girl when really she is a a former hunter. Her hearing is incredible. It saved her scouts multiple times. Her archery and aim has saved her squad several times. So yeah, potato girl bugs me. I understand why people do that because it's funny and it's a great identifier in cosplay. But yeah, that bothers me and I ranted. So the end. (laughs) Would you say that does a disservice to the character? I think so 100% because I feel like it really does overshadow her best qualities. Mm. Um, You know, and I joke because I also am a food person. Like, (laughs) I love it all, you know, and I relate to that part. But more so for me, I think Sasha is just an incredible character to look up to. Um, you know, she is so brave. She is so selfless in a lot of ways. And I think that that gets forgotten a lot because of those little jokes and jabs. Right. That's the only thing I know. That's the only thing I know about Attack on Titan is there was a potato girl. Oh, man. Well, Here's what we're going to do now. You're going to have to watch (laughs) Attack on Titan and listen to our coverage while we go into it. And then you'll have to be like, you'll have to let us know if you totally see it how we see it. Because we go in deep on a lot of characters. You and Sam are going to have to have like an episode dedicated just to Sasha. And at the beginning, it would be like, this is dedicated to Otaku Mike. Um, This is the one episode you need to watch. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because I've listened to a few of the Attack on Titan episodes y'all have done. And I'm like, honored. And I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about, but I am thoroughly entertained on this. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. That actually means a ton. And we try to keep it spoiler free up until like you've watched that episode um Uh we're not trying to like bring back past information into it and we're just 
really trying to dive deep into the characters and really understand them. Like, Mm -hmm. um, one of the times when my mind was blown was when Sam, we talk about why this thing that Levi does seems to be so important. And that's how he seems to take his Mm -hmm. time to, you know, be with the dead or be with them when they pass, if the opportunity presents itself. And Sam did this mind-blowing thing about how um, it probably ties back to his mother. And I'm not going to say any more than that. But when Sam said that, I was like, holy crap, this was a foundational moment with this character. And again, Levi, he's a character who's seen as, you know, oh my gosh, I love him. He's so hot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he is like... You know, he doesn't show emotion very often. He is like a stream going that is raging beneath the surface. And that's how I see Levi. But, you know, you don't really get that in the fandom. But you get it on our podcast where you get a little bit deeper. um, And, you know, it really makes us more compassionate about certain characters. So. Have have y'all gotten to read the side story parts of aot at all not yet no because like no regrets so no regrets focuses on him really well yes um, it does it, mm-hmm. yeah it, it really adds um but going back to sasha for a second uh the little side one for the girls that they put out you know one of them was like from me Kalsa, i can't remember the blonde that was the female Annie? titan mm-hmm. yeah so she's the other one and you get like a backstory of that. And I always hated because I got to the end of the second one. And it's like, Hey, this is it. And I was like, but I want ones for other people. And you guys make me upset because <laughs> you stopped at two. I know. I, you well, know, I, I wanted that, one for Sasha, you know, we really do because I feel like she gets totally overshadowed, especially by Annie and Mikasa. Cause I mean, if you watch the anime, it will be obvious um, why. But I feel like Sasha is the most relatable to every person. Like, she doesn't have a special Titan ability. She doesn't have a special lineage ability. She doesn't have any of those things. She is very much just a normal girl who happens to be a badass at life. So, yeah, yeah. I could talk about Sasha all day, <laughs> but that might get boring. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I've never watched it honestly because of the fandom. The fandom, it kind of annoys me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, and the bad thing about it is, is you have characters that you get drawn to, and then people like shit on your character that you like. Like oh, yes. one of my one of my favorite characters, Armin, and I'm like, and nobody likes to talk about Armin. They're like, well, he's supposed to be there, but technically, like, he's, he's, like, not important to the story at all. I'm like, he's super smart, like, genius level. Who says that Armin's not important to the story? Are we watching (sighs) the same anime? I don't know. I think it's because he's kind of like Sasha. Like, he gets overshadowed, and then the first time when he's not, like, a chicken... And, and you see him kind of as that character that's coming out of his shell and he's really putting his foot down about stuff. It's like, oh, well, it's too late. You know, the moment passed. And I'm like, no, no. Oh, man. The moment did not well, pass. 
Oh my gosh. Well, again, I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm plugging in my podcast all the time, but it does. Oh, it's, remind it's, fine. Me. it's fine. You can plug it all you want. It's <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it <laughs> reminds me though, because a lot of people say like Armin is a copycat of Ervin. You know, he's like a little Ervin and it really hit us through our coverage that yes, Ervin and Armin have saved they've obtained the objective of saving the certain person or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, usually Aaron, but really Ervin and his gambles and plans have been at the detriment of almost everyone in its path. Whereas Armin through his own individual brilliance has done so in a way where almost everyone survives. And I think that that's an incredible differentiation between the two. And to say that Armin's not important, I'm like, are we even watching the same thing? Right, right. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. Sometimes the fandom, again, it scares me, but here we are doing it anyway. Um, because, yeah, I think that by diving into it as far as we've gone, it's made it so much more of an enriching experience not superficial at all and it kind of makes me laugh whenever I see certain skits or or whatever about certain characters because I'm like yeah we definitely have different views on the characters and that's okay <laughs> right that's funny I guess I'll have to dust off my copy and watch it you have to uh, well, and then you have I mean, to remember, tell me your thoughts remember the one time where you were like hey you want to cover episode or uh volume one of aot and i was like yeah sure oh yeah that hasn't happened yet so <laughs> it hasn't i don't know what yet. i'm waiting on oh my gosh you're well, waiting on me to read it well so the other funny thing is and me and mike have talked about this many times so i i do like attack on titan but i feel like there are aspects that it takes away from with different things, but I really like Before the Fall. That's that's the one I like more, which is the prequel to the series. Interesting. Okay. I have not read that. I am in fact I haven't read any of the side stories, but I feel like after we cover, maybe we'll get into that because I genuinely want to know how things have stacked up in my own, like, you know. Uh, yeah. analysis of the podcast or analysis of the anime and just, you know, how it's changed my own version, like headcanon wise. I'd be mm -hmm. very curious how this stacks up with the side stories, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, Before the Fall is actually like the the longest one of all of them. Everything else is kind of like two to four volumes. This mm -hmm. one like almost went toe to toe with the regular series for like a long time. Wow. And, um, uh, and, and it goes back like I think it's really fun reading that series because if you hadn't read part of Attack on Titan before, then you wouldn't know any of the other stuff. Like um, the first commander, Commander George, like mm -hmm. they bring him up. He's actually in it. And you're like, oh, I know this guy. <laughs> We've talked about <laughs> him before. Oh, my gosh. Well, now I have to do this. Dang it. <laughs> But, well, and then they Do branch it. out. So this is the other weird thing, Titan-wise. 
So, you know, they just see Titans in the regular series as Titans. You know, it doesn't matter. Before, they saw them as monsters, so they actually have Titans that you recognize their face. They gave them names and things like that. It's kind of like the the well in Pinocchio. You're like, so he's good enough. He got it. He got a name, you know. Um, Yeah, that's one of the other aspects of it. You know, you know what you should also check out. Um, I think it was done by the creator as well. But have y'all checked out the uh, Attack on Avengers? No. Where it's the uh, the Titans go to the Marvel Universe. What? Oh, my God. And they fight the Avengers. That sounds incredible. Where is it? Is it like on YouTube or something? (laughs) It's it's like it's a chapter. Are you pulling your card out of your wallet right now, Megan? (laughs) I I need this right now. It's like it's like a short like it's it's a short story that he wrote. Uh, Okay. I'm not for sure where you can find it. It was, uh, I think it was part of like a free comic book day type of thing. Oh man. Probably. Okay. Well, if you find it, send it to me. So, because I have a list of like 10 people in my mind who would like eat this up as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That just popped in my head because y'all were, y'all were talking about like spinoffs and stuff. Yeah. There, there are a lot. But to, to talk about another series, I think it was you who mentioned it, but Full Metal Alchemist? Maybe it was you? I can't remember. Um, uh, In what context? Because I you, love Full Metal. So one of y'all said that to skip the original and watch Brotherhood. Oh, yes. Skip Full Metal Alchemist. Because it does not follow the manga. Um, but watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because that does follow the manga. And Full we Metal Alchemist talk. Brotherhood came Did as a result. Did you say we need to talk? We need to talk. What? Oh, we no. need to talk. Am I wrong? <gasps> oh, no. Uh, is this an exchange of war stories now? I feel like it, it is. Don't skip oh, no, I'm nervous. Full Metal Alchemist. <gasps> okay. Well, here's It's just it's just as good as Brotherhood. Okay, fair. Fair. I will say though, I have never watched Full Metal Alchemist because <gasps> I I watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood first and I fell in love with it. It was one of my all-time it's probably one of my all-time favorites. And I was like, well, I just want so much more. So I'm just going to, you know, watch Full Metal Alchemist. And the first I'm, episode, it was so different that I just was like, I can't. I can't. I'm always dismayed that people are like, you got to just watch Brotherhood. But we had this one series before that came before. That's so good and so revered. But yet people want to not watch it and just toss it to the side <laughs> well then it, may, I... it, it hurts it hurts me oh my gosh well then it i apologize it's for one the of my, it's one of my of favorites that i gave you <laughs> I, I love i love both full metal alchemist equally 
Like they're both good shows. Wow, that is that's a tall or or tall claim to make. Have you read the manga? I have, and um, I read the first uh, Full Metal volume, and I was like, well, I I just I already know what happens. <laughs> oh my goodness! And after our manga talk. <laughs> <laughs> where we said that sometimes there are differentiators. Well, to be fair, um, so far what I've read, it it is the same. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's the exact same as Brotherhood. Yeah, it, there's fair. no departure. Yeah, totally. Like, I feel like there are small there there are small yet big differences between the two. Uh, yes. For Brotherhood and Fullmetal Alchemist, like the endings are completely different. Like. Oh no! Towards the end, they end up going to like Germany. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, then this stacks up because um, recently my husband and I we watched Full Metal Alchemist: Conquest of Shambhala or something. Yes, it's that's that's the ending. Yes, and we were so confused. We were like, "Did we miss something?" But I guess it's to continue off of Full Metal Alchemist, not Brotherhood. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. ending of. Full Metal Alchemist is the oh. best movie. Uh, you ruined the there movie is... for yourself, Megan. Huh? <laughs> you ruined the movie for yourself. I really did. We had no. Now you're gonna go back and watch story. it and be like, "Oh, well, this is what." So, the movie if if you want to watch a continuation of Brotherhood, you can check out the OVAs that came out for that. Okay. Uh, which cool. did get released over here. I don't know if they're hard to find or if they're streaming anywhere. Which the OVAs are pretty good. The OVAs for the first series aren't good. Just don't watch those. And then you have the Sacred Star of Milos, which is a a, a side story movie to Brotherhood. Oh, which, okay. Which is not. It's Can you not tell bad. This is one of Mike's favorites. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad, but it's 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 very much like a Shonen Jump type of. Uh, this is a movie that happens within the universe type of type of situation. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh well, man! You know, I can I can hear it now. Megan's saying, "Mike, you know, if you watch AOT and get on get on the ball with that one, then I'll do FMA." You know what? Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> fine. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll do it. <laughs> just, I'm just saying there were certain parts in Full Metal that hit me harder than it hit in Brotherhood, like mm-hmm. uh, the whole Shout Tucker Nina. Tucker oh my gosh. Scenario. Are you telling me that I'm going to cry harder in Full Metal oh, Alchemist? Oh, yes. You, you, you will cry. No. You will. Because yeah, in, in Brotherhood, in Brotherhood, they kind of gloss over it a little bit. It goes by fast. In, in Full Metal Alchemist, they linger on it. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, guess what? Yes. In Brotherhood, it made me sob like a baby. And Show Tucker is the biggest villain in Full Metal Alchemist. And- Anyone can fight me on this. The um, the death of Mace Hughes. Oh, that's Don't even worse. Bring that up. Yes. Don't oh bring that no. Up. Okay. When, well, I'll... when you when mm. you hear, why is Daddy not waking up? No. You will. I hate you right now. No. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, well. I will watch 
FMA if you watch AOT. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, okay. we're metaphor. We are verbally shaking on this. Okay, okay, we'll do. We'll do that. I'll cover. <laughs> I'll cover Attack on Titan on the podcast. Nice. Yes, I. I was Jen, excited to hear your thoughts. I need you to go watch season one right now, Jen. Just go watch it. You know, I already know what happens it. in season one. Just go rewatch it. <laughs> I don't have to. I know. <laughs> now, well, now we got to find something that me and Megan can virtually handshake on so she can do before the fall and I can do something else. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We got to figure that one out between us. Hmm. Interesting. Of course, I feel like I would probably go more with like Sam because like I'm all over the place. You know what? That's fair. We'll do it that way. Sam will have to come back on and through the discussion, I'm sure you guys will land on something to verbally <laughs> handshake over. <laughs> we we can just have both of y'all back. It'll be fine now. Yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome. Um let's see. Where my phone just I lost my question. So what what about your Harry Potter question? Oh yeah, so y'all are Harry Potter and nerds as well correct totally the biggest my wife is as well she has a harry potter shrine in our living room uh at the moment okay what's Uh, her house gryffindor oh my gosh same as my husband (laughs) but i'm a hufflepuff (gasps) kindred spirit love it hufflepuff for life you know what you like the hufflepuff is like the special ed of the uh Harry Potter universe. A oh bit. no, the Hufflepuff is the greatest. I feel, so, I feel like that's how people treat it as. Oh, like they totally do, or they'll treat us like we're feral animals that yes. you know need need oh. a buddy. Um, yeah, Sam is a Ravenclaw, um, which totally okay. me, stacks me up. Me and in Sam my... are Ravenclaws. Oh my gosh, that's you good. both are kindred spirits. Then, um, oh my gosh. You know what this just made me think about? What? Maybe you and Sam are the female equivalent to me and Mike. You oh, know no. what? It's appearing to be that way. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, but with Hufflepuffs, I will fight anyone who says that we're just the giveaway house or we're the dumb house, you know, because in the Battle of Hogwarts... Gryffindors are showboaty. They're proud. They they go in guns blazing into everything. Okay, and a lot of people. Not everyone stayed, but you know who who did stay. It was the Hufflepuffs. They all stayed because they are loyal and true and didn't back down. So there you go. Hey, here, Hufflepuff. I best. also feel like a Hufflepuff would be the person that most foodies are under so <laughs> they'd probably kill off all the other houses because it'd be like man this chicken tastes funny dead but <laughs> my <laughs> all the question killed everybody off my question for you is do you think a harry potter anime would work and who would you get to animate it oh my gosh i would love <clears throat> would love a harry potter 
anime adaptation because there were so many things left out in the movies that I'm like, if there's ever a reboot, it has to be a TV series. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, ooh, an anime would be fun because it would just make the special effects out of this world. So I actually have thought about this where, yeah. because I feel like I've really gotten into this where I'm trying to understand and there's certain frames and images that can only go into an anime and frames, the more it is, the more it costs. And so sometimes CGI is involved to like <clears throat> cut those costs. So I'm like, well, I imagine with all these special effects, they're going to have to have a lot of CGI implemented into it. Mm -hmm. And so I've thought, whose CGI doesn't bother me? <laughs> like, that's kind Whoa. of the guiding principle. Because I know that right now, MAPPA is, seems like it would be an obvious choice. Mm -hmm. And while I love the improvement done in the part two of their animation, I don't like MAPPA's style at all mm. and i don't think that their cgi is executed as well as others i think i'll have to go with um oh shoot the people who do sword art online and i know that sword art online it's either like you love it yeah. or it's kind of a joke but i but really they did have really good animation Yes, I recently watched the latest season on Netflix because sometimes I just am like, I don't really care for the video game world reality mm -hmm. shows, but for some reason, Sword Art Online just has me. <laughs> and the latest season, the special effects were the most mind-blowing I have ever seen. Like, <laughs> they were incredible. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if this was a Patronus or if this was like some sort of battle against Voldemort that would be epic beyond reason so I think I'm gonna go have to go with that one you know mm. or, or something similar to that because it has to prioritize special effects and CGI mm -hmm. and I feel like because Sam and I also talked about this where it depends. Do we want it to be moody and dark? Who does that well? Do we want it to be more like light and bright? Mm -hmm. You know? But I think I'm going to have to go with whoever does Sword Art Online. Because I feel like they do a really good mix of that. That would be cool. Wait, I'm, yeah, trying I'm, look, I'm trying to look at mine. Protect, production IG. That would be mine. Production Who do they IG. do? Uh, so they did like uh, Ghost in the Shell. Um... So, do you like Star that's Wars? What, that's at all? the one thing that they did. Oh, they did uh, the Star Wars Visions, one of those oh. on there. Yeah. Do you like uh, Star Wars at all? That would be Sam hardcore. So, and I only know because we have, I have pre recorded episodes that haven't come out yet. Spoiler for anybody out there listening. But I covered the Star Wars Visions, and they actually have. Um, they had a bunch of different studios go into it and make an episode per each one of these things. So it's like nine different studios. And wow. you can also watch the little side thing where they go behind the scenes and they talk to the producers of each studio and how they wanted to play it out, what they wanted to incorporate into it. 
And um, so uh, one of them, the the one that I was looking at for production IG, uh, I liked their style as one of the best ones. So it's really cool getting to go through and watch each one of these individual episodes and how they break out the styles different, how it's laid out is different, and how everybody came into it with an idea to set, set up their own Star Wars episode. Mm-hmm. That sounds super interesting. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Number two, I think, is my favorite. It's actually a rock and roll Star Wars one. Nice. You'll have to send... You'll have to send that video or the recording when it does come out to Sam because I'm sure... I, I would be shocked if she hasn't watched it already. So, she is the Star Wars gal for sure. Um, so how do y'all, um, create just podcasts? Like, how do y'all brainstorm ideas for your podcasts? Like- well, well, with our Attack on Titan coverage, it's pretty easy. We wanted it to be, again, kind of like a, um, kind of like an anime recap. You know, because there's so many recap podcasts where it's like, you've got some for The Bachelor, you've got some for Real Housewives of XYZ. You know, so those recap kind of episodes exist, but we wanted to go deeper than just saying, here's what happened, you know? Um, And so usually in a book club, there's a sort of theme or trend involved. And so we kind of go along with that. Um. But we have realized that the way we are currently covering, oh my gosh, we'll have covered Attack on Titan for a year. And it's almost misleading to make people think that like, yeah, by the time we wrap this up, at least with the part two, I think we're going to be close to our anniversary of the podcast. Um, So it's kind of funny because I'm like, we're not necessarily an Attack on Titan podcast, but Uh it definitely appears that way. So... (laughs) We actually will be trying to brainstorm how we want to do our podcast, uh, how we want to do our anime coverage in the future. So we are kind of brainstorming a little bit. Um, but with our mini weaves, I don't know. We just made a running list of every kind of possibility that w- we thought would be fun. And then when we have time for it, we just uh-huh. we just go for it. And yeah. um you know, we're. I have to say, those are some of my favorite episodes. Are the mini, the mini weeb episodes, because I feel like it's very, it's a very like relaxed, uh, uh, kind of podcast. You just put it on and listen. Yes, and you guys are, mm-hmm. you guys are in my ear while I work. Nice. I listen to y'all <laughs> and I laugh, and I, sometimes I scream, and I'm like, no, that's wrong. Oh no! Well, what's been wrong? <laughs> I'm like Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, I mean, I love the mini weebs as well because I feel like it makes us a little more human, a little less one-sided. Hey, we're Attack on Titan people. No, we are not. We are just, (laughs) you know, two friends who happen to be talking about Attack on Titan, but also love a lot of different anime and a lot of different Uh, manga, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was was just, uh, they're just fun to listen to, you know. I'm only on, like, episode five, like, the Attack on Titan one. Oh, nice. 
Well, yeah, yeah you so can't yeah. spoil yourself too much. You have to like watch the episodes. I'll, just, I'll, Otherwise... just, I'll, I'll listen while I watch. Nice. Yes. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll listen to it at the same time. Yeah, like a commentary track. <gasps> oh, oh man, that sounds so like exclusive and VIP. Like yeah. how cool. <laughs> It could be like a commentary track, you know? Hey, exactly. join our Patreon. Join our Patreon and the exclusive commentary track. <laughs> Play it while you watch <laughs> the episodes. Oh now, this is my last question, but it's not really pertaining towards you exactly, mm-hmm. but more more towards your co-hosts. Okay, we'll see if I can do it, and if not, Oof. we'll have to have Wait, is this on. the one that I told you that I marked out? I don't know. I'm not because there sure. was one question in the bundle, like the top half that you sent me. Like I sent, I sent Megan so she would know kind of what questions were going to be. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know what's with the J. Michael Tatum obsession. Oh my, oh my gosh! Yeah, Sam will have to tell you her side of this for sure because that love runs deep and long. Um, I I've met Sir J. Michael Tatum. What? Yes. <gasps> no way. Oh my yes. gosh. He Wait, uh what? he lives he yes, because he lives in Texas and I live in Texas. <gasps> Otaku Mike, don't do not <laughs> tease me with this. How was this? Was this oh my gosh. He oh. was he was very he was very nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, for me, I love J. Michael Tatum because he has voiced some of the most incredible characters. Um, I love Kami-sama Kiss and him playing Tomoe is just like the perfect person. Same with Ervin. And they both have incredible range. Like both of those characters don't have very much overlap in personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet he just delivers every time, and I don't know what it is, but every anime that I happen to love, he is somehow on it, and so yeah. I think that that's just why. And yet it's also so distinct too that it just uh-huh. makes me happy every time I recognize him. So yeah, Texas is a big hub for anime voice actors. Um. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's so funny that okay here's what's hilarious is because sam flew i'm in oklahoma um uh-huh. i'm about well now i live probably three and a half hours away from dallas and so um sam flew he lives to in oklahoma. mckinney texas oh, oh my gosh okay well Shh, sam you're supposed to wrap this guy out mike <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to like bleep that out or something. But I, we drove down to Dallas, Fort Worth, and we just like hung out. Yeah. And then we were like, let's try to find the Funimation studio. And we looked on yeah. every single Google search, couldn't really find it at all because it's in Flower Mound, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. And as we were driving all over Texas, we were like, especially as we thought we were getting closer to the Funimation headquarters, we're like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, what if we just happened to run into J. Michael Tatum? And Sam mm-hmm. was like, I will have a complete and total fangirl moment. I will not be prepared. <laughs> and so 
Yeah, and it's also one of our dreams to have him like on the podcast, but that'll happen. Y'all should, should message him. Oh my gosh, keep, this is very yeah, much like a one meet to, your heroes thing. I keep <laughs> trying to get Mike. Mike went to school with a voice actor. I keep trying to get him to get her on. Oh man, time to drop some names. Who is this person? Uh, do you know Tia Ballard? Why does that sound familiar? Who did she? So voice? she did. She did happy in uh, fairy tale. She no. was happy. No uh, way. And she was the um, oh, I can't remember what the character's name was, but she was on, the panda bear in Brotherhood. No way. Yes. Yes. Oh she's my been in gosh. other stuff as well. Okay. Yeah, well, we, you have to have her on. We went to school together. We were we were like acquaintances. Like I didn't like know her too well, but I knew I knew her. Like we kind of ran in the same circles. That is yeah. so cool. That is so yeah. cool. <laughs> I feel like through six degrees of separation, I am also <laughs> that much closer to J. Michael Tatum. So thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like if you messaged him, he would probably come on because he's one of the nicest people you could you could talk to. You know. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah, I'm I internally just gotta tell freaking you out. Something then. If he's so nice, then why hasn't he come on our podcast yet? Because nobody's asked him, okay? <laughs> You're digging yourself a hole, mister. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to ask people to come onto your podcast because you don't want that rejection. Exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so you, I kind of stepped oh. in a, it a little bit when I logged in before we started mm-hmm. but then you and i messaged a little bit yesterday so what roles do you feel like between you and sam that y'all play out in the the dynamic duo oh man um well logistically uh sam does the audio i do the social media um so if anyone ever dms me most likely you're talking to me <laughs> but Oh, man, in terms of dynamics, I don't know. It's like, if anyone's ever listened to My Favorite Murder, I feel like we are very much a slightly more serious version of Karen and Georgia. Um, And also PD-13 in terms of our language. But we're just like two friends who both just feed off of each other's energy. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is one where someone would have to tell me what they think. And then well, I, mean, like, I, I, I kind of feel that way too. When I listen to the podcast, I, I think that, you know, it, y'all have a very good, um, well, and it, it just made me think about for? it. Cause you know, you brought it up the other week when you were like, just like you did now about talking about the fear of rejection. I'm like, I'll ask, I'll ask motherfuckers all day. You know, I got like <laughs> 20 spots open that I asked and covered it in five minutes. And then you're like, oh, I can't do it. Not, not, can I do it in an hour? Can we like retry, you know, oh my <laughs> like gosh. giving a cat a bath or something. That's, that's what I feel like with Mike. I can't ask this person. It's yet. like, I'm it's like, like asking somebody I'll out on a it. date almost and then just getting rejected. Totally. <laughs> I can see that. Yes. I feel like. I feel like I would have to be the person to be like, yep, we're going to trailblaze forward and I'm going to have to ask this person. Um, 
maybe that's right, maybe that's wrong, but I 100% feel like I, if we ever wanted to talk to J. Michael Tatum, I'd have to be the one to potentially be rejected. <laughs> Sam, I don't think Sam could handle that. <laughs> I mean, he I used know. to have his own podcast. What now? He, he used to he used to have a podcast. I don't know if it's still available anymore, but he had one. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to search because yeah. That it was him awesome. and somebody else just talking about anime and working in the anime industry. That's incredible. It, I'm going to have to find that. Called. But I, I used to listen to it. That would be so interesting. Oh my god, I'm yeah. such a dick. <laughs> Why? Hold on. I'm, you, I'm, you... I'm texting it to you, but I'm going to have to send it through Instagram to... Megan. What? I'm curious, Uh, Mike. What are you doing? I'm I'm going to have to find this podcast now because I would be... (laughs) I'm super ballsy, okay? (laughs) He just asked J. Michael Tatum for an interview. Oh my gosh, no! I mean, yes, but no! <laughs> See, well now, when you ask him, he'll be like, there's a lot of people asking me, maybe I should do this. You know what? I'm going to, because I'm going to think of you asking before us as the first pancake. You know, that thing. Uh, the first pancake? Yeah, you could just. I mean, who knows? I'm sure he's been asked so so many times that he's had many, many, many a pancake. But because I know that this just happened, you're gonna be the metaphorical first pancake. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) Oh my gosh! I feel like this is. Am I gonna be this person on Instagram now? You're gonna be like, so I know you've heard about Tato Girl, but have have you heard of the first pancake? Oh my gosh. We're going to be like, who are you talking about? Jen Graves. That's he's the first pick. Oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> then they, <sighs> they all get tagged by everybody as the first pancake. I'll be like, oh god, now I'm going to have that an is, origin story. You're not afraid to slide into people's DMs, you know? I'm not, and we just did it, and I was like, we were just talking about it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, no. no fear of rejection. I mean, well, you'll have to tell me how this goes. If he flat but, out says no or yes, either way, you have to tell me. I'm gonna be like, Megan, I was rejected. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh, too funny. I'll be like, hey, bud, I'll come see you in Texas so we can actually do this in person. <gasps> oh my gosh, that would be incredible. <laughs> Oh Do we gosh. need to go on a lunch date, mister? We can. Oh, that would be so fun. Um, I don't know. Like, for me, like, asking people... Okay, so, backstory. So, I got to meet Johnny Young Bosch in person. And that was, mm-hmm. like, my pinnacle of meeting people. You know, he voices, like, Ichigo Kurosaki and Lelouch Lamplouch from uh Code oh and some other ones like that he plays a lot of different people wow and and i got to meet him in person 
and um and it was just kind of like it wasn't that cool so that oh. and then i uh i worked for a bar for a little while that we actually had like um the all american rejects come in and different people like that so i got to meet these people and it it kind of took the oh my gosh you know out of it and kind of made everybody more human so now whenever i talk to somebody i'm like well you're just another human being i'm trying to find things out about and talk to interesting that's that's how you get the first pancake title you know what i guess if you just keep having those interactions then it's no big deal i have never gotten to that stage the closest i ever got was working for um uh the guitarist what's his face valentine in maroon five i worked for his mom so that's the closest i ever got and uh yeah so i've never gotten past that stage (laughs) well it's just funny for me because like instead of like people that are big names that everybody knows like having people like you or um weeb family on or somebody like that i'm like oh my gosh i had those people on my podcast so it's totally like if it's a celebrity status it's like i don't care but if it's like somebody that it's like hey i could go to lunch with this person hell yeah oh that is awesome ah okay you have to tell me how this goes either way i need to know i'm invested now (laughs) (laughs) So what's the future look like for uh, a little bit weebish podcast in the, in, this, in the upcoming year? Oh man. Well, I'm super excited for what's coming up. We've talked about a lot of the different anime that we want to cover. Um, and it's just, it's so funny because we thought attack on Titan would be over and done, but now we have something to look forward to in 2023. <laughs> um, but I think, we're going to be changing up how we uh, present our uh, anime coverage. I think we're going to try to brainstorm ways to make us go through it faster. So uh, we don't cover one anime for a year. Um, And we're going to have a different variety. I think we're going to try to have a mix of, you know, those deeper conversation kind of animes like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Noragami, but also maybe some more lighthearted ones, you know, get a good mix. And yeah, we're definitely in the planning stages of what's coming up. Awesome. I'm I'm trying to talk Mike into watching Angel Beats right now. I hate that show. show. (laughs) Attack on Titan comes first. Whatever. Yes, Attack on Titan comes first. Okay. (laughs) Not all the time. I gotta go Not dust it off. Rest. It's it's in my cl- it's in my closet right now, just waiting to be watched. Okay, well, as soon as you start watching Attack on Titan, I will watch Full Metal Alchemist. Will I cry? I mean, I've cried. Will it be like a deep cry? You know, like emotional, like when Nina died. Um. I did my heavier cries later on in the season. I don't okay. recall crying in season okay. one. Okay. So so you're safe, I think. <laughs> okay. Good, good. I feel like that one movie I told you about, Always Be My Maybe. 
uh, you'll be like Keanu Reeves in that one when he finds yeah. out that <laughs> he finds out that he's listening to the the lamb that he's eating right now of when it was alive, and he lets out that. <coughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's oh, hilarious. So um, but yeah, um, plug your podcast. Uh, tell people where they can find you and. Uh, I guess we can wrap it up now unless Jen doesn't have any more questions to ask. Because I'm out of questions. I don't. You know, well, I do, okay. but I don't. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. if if I was at it, we would be at it. We'll have, like we'll have to have a part two. Oh, totally. We would love to join in. Um, but yeah, if anyone wants to join us on Little Bit Weebish, um, you can find us wherever you really listen to any podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're also on a ton of different things. Um, so wherever you listen, just try to search for us and most likely you'll find us. Um, we're also on Instagram and TikTok at the handles little bit weebish. And that's W-E-E-B-I-S-H. And uh, yeah, join us. I feel like we have a good time. <laughs> over there so we will put all your uh links in our description for you for your podcast oh that sounds Uh, awesome so people can find y'all i do have one side question for you so was this as bad as you thought that it was gonna be (laughs) because i I know you had a little bit of anxiety about coming on you're like oh you know what? I was so nervous um, because, again, this was my first podcast interview, uh-huh. and I was going to go solo. I was like, oh, no, yeah. my little security blanket co-host isn't going to be with me. <laughs> but, uh, mm-hmm. no, it was actually great, and you guys are awesome. So thank you so much for you know asking me to come on, and, again, if you want me and Sam, both of us together, or just Sam, like we're totally game for it. So thank no, you we'll, guys. We'll, for we'll bring you both on. back on. We'll bring you both back. We're on. gonna have to bring I you mean, back on, like after we cover Attack on Titan, like season one, book one, whatever. We're gonna have to have you back totally. on anyway, just just through uh, your experience of FMA and Mike's experience of AOT. So. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it, this podcast can't be worse than our our interview we did for another podcast. The pot, the guy who was hosting the podcast, fell asleep. What? While we were while we were talking, no. or his co-host fell asleep on him. Yes. What? And you could hear, you could hear, you could hear. <sighs> so no. funny. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Funny thing is, I don't know if y'all can hear it right now. Because my brother's washer is broken, so he had to come over to my house to use mine. And I can hear him like snoring really, really loud. So <laughs> I'm surprised no one was like, "Hey, um, you hear that too?" Yeah, are you awake? Did you fall asleep? That is hilarious, and I obviously know why you wouldn't want to say the name of this podcast, but you definitely have to DM me the name of this podcast because I'm so curious. I love drama. You can't, you can't, you can't hear it because they, they cut it out in their episode. So no, it's like it a weird funny cut. As, it's it's like, funny as hell because you hear all of us bring it up at one point, the other three people. And you go, they still hey, 
you hear that snoring and it's like there's no snoring but they still <laughs> edited it and published it yeah oh. yeah oh man now you have to tell me I, oh my I gosh told mike, you- i said i said mike if i ever fall asleep on a podcast please just leave it in it'll be a hilarious joke because if you <laughs> edit it out everybody would be like why did you even bring it up? That doesn't make and they're any like they're 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 friends of ours who started a podcast, and um, yeah, it was it was really interesting. Uh, it's something I would never expect to to experience. Yeah. Whoa. Oh my gosh. You have. Oh man. I'm living for this now. I will be on okay, pins and needles. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. I'll I'll try to find the TikTok and send you the TikTok. Oh, perfect. Because they put it oh, on TikTok. Has the in it. Yeah, it has a snoring part in it. It's like, <laughs> it's did they say why? Like, was someone just ultra tired? Are they, you know? I don't. He played it off like he wasn't sleeping. Oh my god, <laughs> he was he he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, I'm so glad that that didn't happen to any of us. This was. <laughs> I'm so glad that wasn't what happened at all <laughs> right yeah but i want to say thank you for coming on this was a lot of fun to talk to you and to pick your brain about podcasting yeah. attack on Titan, about potatoes denmark, denmark. <laughs> uh but this was a lot of fun oh yes this was a seriously great time so thanks again for having me yeah most definitely uh do you want to send us off jen yeah well, right. anybody out there listening, as always, you know how we like to end our shows. So let's just end it in the usual way. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>